Let's roll into between two jerk blocks. <laughs> Every week, come up a new, uh, yeah. a new sound. The whole like dun dun. <laughs> so we're gonna do um we're gonna do this one for time yes because we have 17 minutes we do before class starts and colin is gonna rock your world at 4 30 so uh why don't we why don't i start with just letting people know yep start with some housekeeping yeah housekeeping us. let's uh first of all thanks so much for starting to adopt the reserve your time slot. I know a lot of people have been downloading the app. We really appreciate it. We want to give you free things and we want to reward you for showing up. So, um, so thank you so much for that. And then, and then second of all, starting next week, uh, just as far as programming goes, you'll see just a little bit more cardio for three weeks. Uh, reason why, uh, we have a competition. Ooh, coming up thanks okay. for asking um yeah. it's the open it's called the crossfit open okay. and it'll you'll have a lot more information on the podcast the pod prior but that's coming up and so for for just three weeks we're gonna shove you full of some some cardio doesn't mean we're not going to be lifting um but i i want to commit to communicating with you guys around you know the the why of programming and the timeline of that because very often when you're in a CrossFit box and after two weeks of doing something that you maybe don't love, maybe we're in a conditioning biased program and you're more of a strength biased guy like you are. Yep. Yep. I was like, you're speaking my yep. language now. Yep. Now I get it. Um, it you, all of a sudden you're like, when are we going to be done with this? Yep. And so can't wait for the open until we do open training and then <laughs> can't wait for the open training is right. not a good time. Not fun. Yeah, so that will start next week. Just so you you guys have a heads up, and I always want you to know why. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Follow up question. Yep. Are we going to be seeing more imams? This is again for Corey's sake. I just want to know if we can let him know that he might see a couple of imams here and there. So, for those of you who don't know, I went on a series of uh, what I so lovingly called, so lovingly called. Yeah. The impossible imams. Yeah, imam reps. Yeah, and so I did that for for some of the competitive people here, and it was a five week span of every single week. I gave them a uh, possible, but really, I think this is impossible imam, and it was it was tough to program because it was really teetering. But uh, why I say that is because Corey hated them. And he, you know, he, he, he loves hard work. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, yep. he loves to like soul crushing yep. workouts. Um, but he, he hated them. He hated them. And so, but he, he finished a few of the impossible mm-hmm. imams. Uh, he did not finish the, the 45 <laughs> minute infamous impossible imam that I wrote. And some people did complete it. Some people did. But he, it just so happens that like two days later, he got COVID. And so we say it was a causation. It was not a correlation. There was a causation. There it was a causation. For yeah. Sure. So Corey, we'll see some moms here and it'll be good. Yeah. Not the full 45. Yeah. Um, right. But again, of the 45, it was more like a 22. For where, where we were at. Yeah. Guys, he got up and left. <laughs> That's what happened at minute 22. So. And then we got. Uh, and then. That's it. So we got a question. Yes. We in, did. Do we say people's names when they 
write them in or not? Is it anonymous? Ooh. We can say an anonymous 6 a.m. or <laughs> there we go. So we'll mail with the pool a little bit. Yeah, mail. <laughs> mail. Okay. All right. Great looking guy. Great looking guy. Well, that narrows it down to it, all of it, them. It does narrow it down so. all of them. Um, first off, it starts off. Hi, Jen and Cullen. I'm enjoying your podcast. Please keep it going. So an avid listener. Right? It's like Sleepless in Seattle. We got a caller. Caller. Caller in. Um, question goes like this. I have a topic slash question uh, in case we run out of material. So question is, I've seen quite a bit on social media lately about ice bath slash cold exposure and the supposed health benefit of it. And then it goes in parentheses, increase in brown fat, whatever that is, breath control. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> breath control, etc. I've also seen information that one should not do an ice bath within several hours after a workout because the blood vessels become constricted, reducing blood flow, which is needed for recovery. Are there health benefits to ice baths slash cold exposure? If so, what are they? And when they are done rel- relative to workouts, meals, rest, etc., or when should they be done? Mm. In contrast, the same question applies to heat exposure, hot tub slash sauna. Are there benefits? If so, what are they? And when should it be done? I.e., right before, after workouts, etc. Great question. That was a really good question. I liked it a lot. Uh, do you want me to take it? You got it? What do you I'll let you rock and roll. I'll kind of just dabble in. Okay. So um let's start with let's start with cold, then we'll move to hot, then we'll move to Ooh. timing. Oh, I was gonna say a little contrast bath little, kind of action. That's part of it. I like that. That is part of it. Okay. So as far as cold therapy goes, here's what we're not talking about. We're not talking about should I use ice on an injury. Okay. So I just want to be super clear because the research is way up in the air on that. I'm against it. Um, unless of course you're in so much pain that you, you can't even see straight. Um, but that swelling that comes with an injury is helping it get better. And so, um, that's not what we're talking about, yep. but I need to be clear on that. Correct. So the information are, is, yeah, this, the healing process. It's a healing process. Yep. And so what we are talking about though, is, uh, to, to use it. And I think this is what he's asking to use it for recovery. Yes. You know, when people, I'm not injured, but I get in a cold tub after my workout, which is what they have us do in like collegiate sports, let's say. And that is cold tub therapy. Okay. So just definition of terms. Cold tub therapy, um, should it be used right after a workout? That's a great question. (laughs) Um, I would say no. I think that you're, you're, you know, we immediately go from, a very hot bodied situation. Our muscles are very warm. And then we, we plunge into yeah. a cold tub. There's a lot of things going on hormonally that need to go on after a workout. You know, your HGH is higher post-workout. Um, your, your glucose is starting to stabilize and that the cold tub would um, diminish that. Let's see. Your fight or flight. Yeah, your your nervous system is yeah. is calming down, and then the ice tub would shock it. And so, um, there's some truth to that. Where I wouldn't do it right afterwards. How? What is that timeline? I mean, we don't know, right? Instead, it should be very separate from your workout. It could be pre-workout, except nobody really wants to do that. No. So, <laughs> just because then it takes longer to warm up and so on and so forth. So, 
especially as a 6 a.m. or don't do that. Ooh, just walk outside. Right. <laughs> right now. Um, so as far as, as I know I went to timing first, but on the, on the cold is so let's not do it immediately post-workout. What it is doing though, some positive effects of cold therapy, it is constricting your blood vessels. Uh, we know that because that's why we use it for, have used it for injuries forever is it stops the swelling. Uh, that can be a really good thing if you are, let's say it's six, seven, eight hours after your workout because you worked out at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. this guy, uh, and you do it in the evening, let's say. That can really increase your recovery. Uh, you will be less sore. And the, the reason for that is because of that vasoconstriction that's happening is it shunts blood. And then when you take, when you get out of the tub, when your body goes back to a normal temperature, then fresh new blood comes to that muscle and fresh new blood feels a lot better than old stagnant, stagnant blood. So that's what's going on with the cold. Anything that I'm missing there that additionally? No, I would agree with that. Again, okay. the big thing is the, the vasoconstriction going in back into dilation mm-hmm. where you're just getting, like you said, new blood flow back into those areas mm-hmm. where like you're saying, let the body naturally wind down versus you're already in a hype state. Don't keep yourself in a hype state Yeah, uh, by just shocking the body. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. The other way that it's used is uh, really quick hits after your uh, shower at night mm-hmm. is a really good way to sleep better. Because if you don't know this, you, you, your body cannot go to sleep until it does not allow you to sleep until your body temperature lowers by a degree. And so people sleep better if they, let's say you take a shower at night, take a nice warm shower. It's fantastic. And then for 15 or 20 seconds, blast your whole body with cold water. You'll end up sleeping better. It's awful. <laughs> well, I feel like oh, again, where people are like, oh, like wouldn't that actually shock me and wake me up? Because again, it's so alarming where it's yeah. cold, but you're saying I need my body temperature to drop. Correct. But the thing is, is that your nervous system actually calms down with cold. Mm. So as, as he said on there, like breathing, uh, it, it teaches you, it teaches you to breathe. Have you ever tried to breathe when you Heart. cold plunge? Heart. It's tough. You have to control your breathing. And if you control your breathing, you're controlling your central nervous system and your central nervous system is what is keeping you in that fight or flight or awake or sleep or whatever. So that's been super beneficial for people at, at night is to shock their body with that, yeah. that cold temp. Uh, heat. Yeah. Heat therapies. The other side of the spectrum. Yeah. A lot nicer. <laughs> a lot better. A lot nicer. <laughs> um, again, we're not talking about injuries. We're talking about recovery. Correct. So where heat can be best used. First of all, it can be best used prior to yep. a workout because just your tissue is warmer. Yep. So you can use it then, and and that's when I would have somebody use it in the day. Again, not talking injury, because uh, then the warm up will go better. You'll you know you'll just perform better. But um, heat therapies are usually best in conjunction with cold therapies. Contrast, as you were saying. Have you done contrast bathing? Uh, not a true one, but every morning. Again, I go like a warm shower. Yep, and then I'll go. Minute of cold, back to warm for a little bit, and then finish on cold. Yep, that's helps your day, doesn't it? It does. Yes, it does. Done that every single day, and since- usually people yeah. are like, "I don't know why, but I have a better day." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. 
that contrast situation is so you're going vasodilation, vasal constriction, vasodilation, vasoconstriction, uh, and back and forth. And that doesn't need to be quick like a shower. You could go from a cold plunge for 10 minutes and then into a sauna yep. for 10 minutes. That would also be contrast, right? It was really getting a thorough heat or cooling system. Uh, and so what that's doing, like I said, constrict, dilate, constrict, dilate. Think about how much new blood, new cell, new tissue turnover is can happen if you are allowing new fresh blood. Everything heals with fresh blood, mm-hmm. not old blood. Yep. So yeah. what else on the contrast? Uh, that's again, the biggest thing that I've always used. Is, yeah. That's kind of my go-to every morning. And then based on if it's summertime and workouts get super sweaty, if I take a second shower, it's again, end on cold water mm-hmm. at night. Um, this is kind of always how I end it. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever like use ice for recovery, like ice tubs for recovery? And the only time I did was when our ultimate Frisbee team, uh, competed in nationals in college. Okay. Um, there's just two of us that would do them. Yeah. Um, cause again, you just ran what eight miles three times a day mm-hmm. at a fast pace. So yeah, it would come again at night. When everyone's like trying to get together, settle down, we just set up a cold tub. Yeah. Um, but I've never, again, aside, outside of that, no. What about yourself? We would, it, they made us do it in in college. They, like, as a team, you're done with your Was it regimented? Like, training? hey, yeah. like 15 minutes, get out, do this. Yep. Then get back in. And get back in and so on. And it's so painful. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so painful to, you know, okay, get out of this ice tub, literally ice tub. And, and get out and do air squats. Yeah. And I mean, it it's painful. <laughs> but what they were trying to do is simulate contrast. Yep. Right? Heat up the tissue, cool it down. Heat it up, cool it down, and so on and so forth. And so I I now understand what they were doing. Uh, poor execution. I'll say, yeah, I was, I was going to say in the heat of the moment, but it wasn't. But I'm... So it... it all that to say, I, th- I think we touched on most of them as far as timing goes with the heat. I did, well, I did that. Uh, did we miss anything on that? No, the only thing was, uh, <laughs> again, his comment of whatever brown fat was. Oh, brown fat. <laughs> so brown fat or bat fat is what we call that. Mm-hmm. Brown adipose tissue, B-A-T, yeah. um, is a, a, it's a form of visceral fat. Um, it's not subcutaneous fat. And... I think the answer that we're looking for here, instead of me going off into that, because we're almost out of time, is that bat fat is is not tapped into because of cold or hot therapies. Um, people say that because have you ever gotten out of not you? I'm, I'm asking the audience. I'm not asking Colin this. Have you ever gotten out of a cold tub and felt like you're the skinniest you've ever been? So <laughs> that feels like. I'm burning fat, mm-hmm. right? And and bat fat, but it's it's not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily tap into that. It will subcutaneous fat because it will just uh, it will pull the the blood away from your periphery, and you just feel skinnier. So it's uh, isn't correlated correlated with any kind of weight loss. Gotcha. So yeah. So to wrap it up again, ice bath maybe not right after a workout, but down the road maybe again end your night with it help you sleep a little bit better. Warm, again, you could do that right before a workout or again, contrast back and forth. Um, and then get ready to see some cardio. Yes, that's about it. All right, Colin, you got class to go to. 4.30. Okay.